in our world today a, a great way that we reflect God and what he can do in a person's life is when we are just real. Yeah. Maybe when people can see the flaws that we have, maybe maybe the hard time that we've had as a family, and then the fact that we've overcome that, husband and wife, stayed together, raising kids, you know, that we're still able to reflect the image of God. Thanks for joining the Home Matters Podcast with Eric and Gina Boggs, where they lead authentic, raw discussions about marriage, family life, kids, intimacy, and sex from a biblical perspective. Here's your host, Eric and Gina Boggs. Welcome to Home Matters Podcast. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're back. Yep. And I don't are. know what it's like where you are right now, but it is cold here. It's just been kind of chilly. Yes. We're praying for snow here. <laughs> he uh, is. And I am. I love snow. Love some snow. But there are so. a lot of people we know that are not praying for snow. They get <laughs> mad when you say that. But we love it. We don't get very much of it. We're yep. in South Carolina, upstate South Carolina, but don't see much. A few inches. Yeah, we're in that few weeks that we got a shot at it. So we are praying for snow. So. <laughs> Lots of snow. I'm glad right? you joined us today. Home matters. Uh, That's right. Again, we are always uh, privileged to have you with us. Uh, yes. Again, if you're listening at work, rest, or play. <laughs> if you're resting, it's just going in by osmosis. Maybe you got your earbuds in and sleep. And just laying there. Listen to me. Hoping something in your life will change. <laughs> yep. No. I always it, it, believe that uh, home and family are huge part of uh, what we are here for. and That's right. We just thank God for what he's done in our marriage and our home and our family. And, man, we can tell you, if it had not been for God, That's right. we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah, she wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have. I couldn't have done it. <laughs> I know that uh, as we talk today, we're talking about uh, honoring God. That's right, honoring God in our, in our, our homes. homes. And when you talk about honoring, you're talking about adding value or making mm-hmm. – I think when you talk about honoring God, you're making his name known, making his goodness known. That's right. He's Lord of uh, your home, Lord of your life. Um, We look to him before we make decisions. I mean, you know, ideally before we do anything, I mean, before we even respond or react. The thing is, is is if we're going to honor God in our homes and we want our homes to reflect his his, uh, goodness in our life. So, Mm -hmm. um. You know, as as we start out, I think that uh, you have to realize that, um, you know, even the ideal situations, Mm. there's still some work to be done. That's the truth. I I mean, I was telling Eric when we were talking about this whole topic, just I think first off, we just all have to realize, you know, and admit we don't have perfect homes. Um, We don't. We're not perfect the perfect spouse or the perfect parent and man home and family life is a mess more often than we would like for it to be for sure and to think that god could be honored in our mess um man i think we struggle with that sometimes so you know just right out of the gate today let us encourage you in knowing that regardless of the scenario that is at your house yeah. and God can be honored in that. Talking There's steps that we God, have to take, some right? Some people are thinking just survive. Just <laughs> Don't embarrass God, and, right? <laughs> yeah. And we've been there. 
We've done that. Absolutely. And, uh, Man, as Christian homes times. and families, and that's probably, you know, what most of our our audience is. We're we're believers. But your but home may look different than the ideal. Right. So what we're saying is mm-hmm. uh, even with the ideal of, you know, maybe mom and dad with children mm-hmm. or mom and dad um, raising kids together, um, it may be that your home is, is a little different than that. You may That's be a right. single parent. You may be a single mm-hmm. adult. You may mm-hmm. be a blended family. You may have kids in the house, you know. You may be empty nesters. Uh, yeah. You may be grandparents raising kids. Um, there are just so many different scenarios. But what we're saying is it doesn't matter what the landscape of your home and yeah. family life looks like. Man, God has a plan for you. And whether you're a single parent or a house with 20 people in it, yeah, God can be honored in that, right? I don't know with 20 people in one house. <laughs> it need to be a no. big house if yeah. uh, 20 people no. will survive in our house. You know, the key, though, to all of that is found in this place that we first, as we, as we have a home or we lead a home, um, whatever your role may be, that we... First, come to a place that we totally surrender, absolutely to the Lord and His His leading in our life, mm-hmm. leading. And again, if you're out there today as a as a parent or a you know married couple or mm-hmm. maybe a single adult, you know you got to realize that man, it's it's about my surrendered life. Where that's right. Where it's not just about what is out there; it's about what is really coming from mm-hmm. where we find ourselves. So again, I think that we. Again, compartmentalize life sometime. And I think that there are a lot of people that maybe uh, they're very religious and can even be regular attenders to a local church, but mm-hmm. still their home is is kind of in a place where it's not not really maybe what God intended it to be in, in the world you <laughs> live in. that thing you go in on Sunday morning and everybody's like, how are you? Man, we good. We they're are great. great. And you know it's been like... Hell, even yep. getting ready for church, right? <laughs> but, Eric, that's so true. Just allowing God to lead us, um, you know, taking time to get in his word, you yeah. know, figure out what he said, the principles of his word, you know, what should um, wifing look like, you know, being yeah. a wife, what, the parent, the, you know, just what is my home supposed to look like if, if I'm not a wife, if I'm a single right. single person, um, you now, know, how is my home going to, Represent God. Yeah, let me say this. We're gonna we're gonna talk about today. We're we're gonna talk about something we covered a couple of weeks ago. Did we? In our Wednesday night okay. teaching. And, yes. Uh, yes. So if you want to get the series. full deal of what we're talking about, we're starting a series called Honoring God in Our Homes. And mm-hmm. again, when we when we look at that, uh go back to beachsprings.org and pull up right. Wednesday night, that'd be January the third. Right, that's that the night. To go to. Um, that's the night it started, and, and then listen. the next week would have been a small group night, and so uh, two weeks after the third. And tonight you can up. listen to January the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to honoring God and our marriage. So yeah, but either way, just so you know that this is There's some more that on that. Be, right, that's what we're doing. Let's our, let's talk about the church. origin. Let's talk about God's original intent. And mm-hmm. what home should be, or maybe where it starts. Yeah. And again, always remember the first institution that God created was a family. Mm-hmm. 
right? So our home, yeah, our family, whatever word you want to use. I think right from the beginning in Genesis 2, you, you have to understand that right from the beginning, the enemy, the devil, the serpent, um, was out to destroy what God had created, to, yeah. to divide, to bring chaos and confusion and questions in the in the minds of Adam and Eve. And, and that's still his role today, you know, yeah. to divide, to bring chaos and confusion into our homes. And I think, again, that's why it's so important for us to know God's Word, what He says about the principles and, and how we can lead a home that does honor Him, even when maybe sometime we're battling against the enemy himself and destroying right. our home. Read, can you read some scripture for us? I think Maybe I you got can. Your little phone thing there. Yeah, my little phone thing. Genesis I, one. Yeah. Look verse, at look at verses twenty six through maybe twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. Okay. All right. Starting in verse twenty six. This is then God said, and this is the NLT. Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse twenty seven. So God created them. In his own image, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, then God blessed them and said, here we go, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. That's 28. That's 28. Go to 29. Yep, 29. Then God said, look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. Verse 30, and I've given every green plant as food for the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the small animals that scurry on the ground, everything so, has life. In principle, that's then, what happened. there's several, just several things we throw out real quick mm-hmm. as far as how we honor God in our home. Again, I think you look at the original intent mm-hmm. that God had for our home, what he meant for our home, how, how families should function. Right. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah, and what that's supposed to look like. As we look at that, um, again, it starts off by saying, all right, we're going to make man, mm-hmm. and we create man. In the image of God. In, in image our of image. God. Yeah. So if we're going to honor God, what should our home look like? Mm-hmm. We're going to reflect the image of God. Right. And in that. And I, then we're back to, in this mess? Yeah. <laughs> It but, seems uh, it seems impossible, right? Well, I mean, it, it is impossible in our own strength, but again, sure. God will grace us and give us the strength and That's the right. ability mm-hmm. and the understanding. But but basically, what what we're saying is our homes. What we would like to think or like mm-hmm. to believe is that our home somehow can again make God known, right? That people could see maybe his work taking place in and through our lives. Mm-hmm. So when they see us, they see, and again, this is a stretch for many, many of us in our mindsets, but again, when they yeah, see yeah. us, that they see God, that the world so around true. us, when they see our homes. So again, if it says mm-hmm. there that God said, we're going to make man and that, that man create them in our in image, image, male and female, mm-hmm. that, uh, in that we see the fullness of God. So he basically saying, I'm going to put myself on display through you. Right. And the, again, we can get tripped up with the the perfection that is God. But I think in our world today, a, a great way that we reflect God and what He can do in a person's life is when we are just real. Yeah. Maybe when people can see the flaws that we have. Maybe maybe the hard time that we've had as a family, and then the fact that we've overcome that. 
husband and wife stayed together, raising kids, you know, that we're still able to reflect the image of God even in well, our humanity. Again, if they're seeing God, they're going to see mercy. Absolutely. They're going to see grace. Grace, forgiveness. See love and forgiveness. Yeah, agape all, love. All of that is, is who mm-hmm. God is. So, again, when mm-hmm. we say, you know, our home, we're going to honor God. It ought to be a reflection. Then mm-hmm. it ought to reflect uh, reflection kind of, of the character of God, right? Yeah. That that um, that love, that love of choice. Um, that they see us loving through the thick and the thin, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Um, again, the grace and mercy. Second yeah. thing, what should we look for when mm-hmm. when, when it comes to our homes? Well, if we go back to the scripture, back in verse 26, it said they'll reign over, um, they'll rule, rule. some versions say they'll have dominion over, um, you know, everything else that's been created. So so we're to rule right. Right. Correct? Right, correct. We rule rule our home. And I think a lot of times I think we're afraid that rule sounds pretty tough. Rule sounds like. Well, it just really means to set order, mm-hmm. establish good. authority. Mm-hmm. And we teach this all the time. We've taught it through the years that it, the seat the seat for authority really is established in our home. Right. If there's no authority in our home, if there's no authority mm-hmm. when it comes to establishing what is right or wrong or mm-hmm. how we're going to live, how we're going to function uh, culturally, what is our right. home like? Yes. Uh, so well, if it's not like if our home is not ruled by the the culture that we call the culture of the kingdom. Right. The culture of heaven. Then maybe that's the reason there's so much that's out of line. Right. Out of order. Yeah. And I mean, as as families, anybody leading a home, that's that's a minute by minute challenge because we're just infiltrated so often, you know, with culture. I mean, we're in it. We're in the world, not supposed to be part of it, but but we're in that culture, man. It's we're inundated with it, whether it's through social media, you know, TV. What you're smiling at me? <laughs> what? It's just uh, the volume on these things right now. <laughs> Am I loud? And you, you need me to you're whisper. You're a little Am loud. Am I piercing your ear? <laughs> Maybe that's not happening to you out there. The difference is out there, so. you can take the volume and turn me down a little bit, and he's stuck with it. He can't do anything about it right now. Okay, I'll back off from the mic. So, But what I'm trying to say is it's, it's a challenge to make sure that the culture of heaven and the culture of the kingdom and God's way rules in our home over the culture of society. It takes precedent. Over the norm, over, over what everybody else is doing. Right. Right? Over the way that other people are raising their kids. Yep. And and again, so. I think it's so easy for us in the day we're living in just to allow, mm-hmm. allow everything else to dictate our home. So I true. mean, it's running into our homes all the time now with our phones. So true. You start to raise kids. I mean, you're dealing with all that. Or, uh, the mm-hmm. television's the kind of secondary now. Yeah. As far as media. It, right. That used to be, you know, yeah, the whole thing that, that we thing. had to watch. But now that's, you're right, it's really, secondary to these, but, right? But our home should be the birthplace where our faith has been established. Mm-hmm. We know what we believe, who our worldview, 
Right. Our beliefs. Uh, all of that. Our morals, the ethics, what, the way we live our right. life. Uh, that that has to be what leads us. So we better go. Number what three. You got? Number three. That our home, this is reflecting right. God. It says there that we are created in the image of God. We're to mm-hmm. establish dominion and we're to be fruitful and we're to yes. multiply. Fruitful right? and multiply. So again, when it talks about that, we... So, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about this a lot, not just talking about having babies. That's right. But Single parents, single individuals that are in a home, that speaks to you as much as it does anybody else. Right. That you are fruitful in your life. That, that you're, we like to say it this way, that you're really an asset to your community, to your church, to your society, that there's something about your home that's different that makes a difference. Yeah, that you're productive in mm-hmm. in. Again, an asset to my neighborhood. That's right. An asset to my city. An right. asset. Uh, again, our home should be an asset wherever mm-hmm. we are. We should be an addition. Now, that that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that everybody's always going to like us or everybody's going to. That's right. Be you know our our buddies, but again, it does mean that there's a place in our life that we do believe that if we're productive, if we're fruitful, mm-hmm. if we're productive, then we're going to add to. Mm-hmm. more than we take away. Absolutely. And I wanted to pull this scripture in Genesis 9. I love this because it says over in Genesis 9, verse 1, then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them what we just read in Genesis 1, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I love the fact there, we talked about it earlier, that you know this is after sin had entered the world. Right. You know This is after the fall. After the fall in Genesis yeah. 3, Adam and Eve, they've disobeyed mm-hmm. God. All, yeah. all of man is in trouble. All right. human race. Mm-hmm. So again, even after that, God establishes again. He establishes again. covenant with Noah, mm-hmm. and He says again to them, "Be fruitful, be fruitful and multiply, and multiply." Yeah, that that you you should be making a difference. Essentially, I mean, that's just the bottom line to me. What that says, if I'm supposed to be fruitful and multiply, there should be something about my life that is making a difference right. wherever I am. Boy, think about it this way: we we get to replenish, we get to be the the people that Man, again good. Yeah. represent God, and we replenish mm-hmm. everything that pulls and drains humanity. Man, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But how much more should we, with abundant life yeah. living in and through us, in our homes, be a source mm-hmm. of life to the I world? Love that. Of life, of the other characteristics of God, of joy. Right. I mean, if there's joy missing in the world, in your community, in your workplace, then it's our responsibility as right. believers to bring the joy, right. right? I'm bringing the joy. I'm bringing the love. I'm bringing the kindness. Uh, those things should be fruit of a life, right. right? Of our home, of the people that are part of our home. Yep. You know, think about it with kids, you know, in a classroom, you know, at a school. Right. The, my kid, the kids from our homes, they should be bringing the joy and the light and the peace to their teacher, to, to their school. Don't say too much about that because sure as we're, we're talking right now, there's a mother out there that's listening. Just gave up on all of it, right? Their, their child's been getting bad reports at home. Uh, oh. Again, let's not, let's not, let's not walk on, on glass here. Let's, let's not be so afraid. That yeah. we've got to get everything just right. That's right. It's not going to be perfect. No. But again, what we're saying is you can, even through that, through mm-hmm. the crisis of raising kids. Exactly. You can you can encourage a teacher. You can encourage somebody, mm-hmm. even in that. That's Last right. thing, real quick. Okay, and it comes um, also from Genesis 1. I had it pulled up here. But anyway. Verse that, 29. Yeah, 29. Where is it? 
God said, look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant for the earth and all the fruit and the trees for your for your food. Essentially there, you, you're to be the caretaker of the garden, right? You're to manage the resources yeah. that are there. I love what it says in, in Genesis 2, verse 5, I think it is. It says that there was, there was no... Um, yeah, there wasn't anybody. Rain because there was mm-hmm. nobody to till or yeah. take care of the, the garden. Right. Uh, and again, until God mm-hmm. had established man in the garden, again, that kind of retake on creation there. Uh, again, we see that God was saying that until a man's willing to care for it, manage it, resource it. Again. Yeah. So again, our homes, how do we honor God? Those four things. Uh, mm-hmm. That we just pointed out real quick. That last one, we, we just manage our home well, right? Yep. The blessings and the things that God has given us. But our home is an asset. It, but first thing is we, we reflect thing, God. Yes. Second thing is we, we're it's an asset. Ruled right. Ruled right. So, Third yeah. thing is an asset. And the last mm-hmm. thing is we're managed. Manage well. Real quick, but again, those four things mm-hmm. help us as a home and as a family to honor God. In the way we live this thing out. They make it real. God can do it it in your home, through your home, through you. Give him a chance. Because your home matters. matters. See you next time. Bye-bye.